Hi everyone, Dan Cassidy here. Welcome back to the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. For today, we are joined once again by Justin Waring, Senior Total Wealth Strategist with the UBS Chief Investment Office. Justin is joining us for a conversation on private placement strategies, and we'll cover everything from what these strategies seek to achieve, the tax considerations surrounding them, and how to determine whether these strategies might be suitable for your particular circumstance. Up front, I do want to point out that there is a correlating publication to our conversation with Justin we're about to have, that title, Private Placement Strategies, Tax Efficiency for Alternative Investments. For clients of UBS, you can, of course, reach out to your UBS financial advisor if you would like to receive a copy of the publication directly. Though with that, Justin, great to have you back here on UBS Market Moves. Thank you for dropping by. Looking forward to our conversation. Me too. Thanks for having me, Dan. Justin, to begin, maybe we can touch on the basics, a private placement strategies 101 of sorts. Can you take a few moments to walk us through what private placement strategies are, as well as what type of client these strategies are most appropriate for? Yeah, basically, private placement strategies are either life insurance or annuity policies that are a little bit more complicated than the traditional, uh, but they allow for more investment options than you'd see in a traditional, simple uh, life insurance or annuity policy. So private placement strategies are generally only available to high net worth families as the investor has to be a qualified purchaser and an accredited investor. So, for example, a married couple would need to have at least $300,000 of, of annual income and at least $5 million of investable assets. Private placement solutions are most appropriate for high net worth investors and, and especially for those who have or want to have a significant allocation to alternative investments. Uh, because for those families, private placement solutions might be a good solution to help reduce the tax cost of investing in alternative investments. And they also provide certain asset protection and or estate planning wealth transfer benefits. So running with tax considerations a bit further, what is important for clients to be mindful of in that respect? Yeah, whenever you own a tax inefficient asset class in a taxable account, which is to say, you know, an account that isn't an IRA or 401k, they tend to distribute a large share of their returns in the form of ordinary income and short-term capital gains taxes, which as we know at the federal level, can be around 40% tax rate. So after these returns are subject to both federal and state taxes, you could easily end up with after-tax returns that are half of the pre-tax return. Uh, by contrast, there's generally no taxes on interest, dividends, and capital gains on assets that are held inside of a life insurance or annuity policy. Now, usually the investment options for life insurance or annuity are limited to a selection of subaccounts with traditional asset classes. But in the case of private placement policies, there's a wider range of options, which may include some of the most tax inefficient asset classes, such as hedge funds or private credit funds, which distribute a, a large share of their returns in the form of short-term capital gains and ordinary income. Um, and then another tax benefit is that the death benefit paid out by a life insurance policy tends to be received income tax-free by the beneficiary. Um, and the income distributed by annuity is generally taxed as an ordinary income, but you are able to distribute your gains over a longer period of time, which may reduce the tax burden versus paying taxes on, uh, you know, writing a check to the IRS every year for earnings on those investments. 
Uh, private placement strategies come with significant upfront costs in, in certain circumstances, while the tax benefits are likely to accrue gradually. So to get the full value of a private placement strategy um, and the advantage that it provides on tax deferral, you really should be willing to set aside funds for a long time so that you can earn enough to outpace the, the upfront costs of the policy. Well, thank you, Justin, for hitting on those tax considerations. I do quickly want to point out to our listeners, our clients, that there is a dedicated publication tied to this topic, which Justin is lead author on, Private Placement Strategies, Tax Efficiency for Alternative Investments. Now, within that publication, Justin, you outline two types of strategies in detail. So, Maybe we could take a few moments, touch on each, beginning with private placement life insurance, also known as PPLI. What are the key objectives of this strategy to be mindful of? So private placement life insurance is a type of variable universal life insurance. Like other life insurance policies, the death benefit of a private placement life insurance is generally not subject to income taxes. And in the context of a broader estate and succession planning strategy, This is a characteristic that can help you to provide liquidity to cover estate taxes and other expenses upon your death, as well as to preserve and transfer wealth to your intended beneficiaries. We generally recommend that investors fund private placement life insurance and other life insurance policies with assets that that are not needed to fund their lifetime spending. In the context of the UBS Wealthway framework that my team and I write about, we call this the legacy strategy. These are assets that, that you don't need to earmark for goals within the time frame of your own lifetime. Okay, and the other strategy mentioned within the publication, that being private placement variable annuities or PPVA, what can you share with us there? So like other annuities, private placement variable annuities um, give you a stream of income for the rest of your life, possibly for the life of you and your spouse, and that stream of income is taxes or ordinary income. Uh, When it comes to private placement uh, variable annuities, they tend to be available for smaller dollar commitments than the life insurance uh, private placement strategy, and they're generally more appropriate for funds that you plan to access during your lifetime for lifetime spending needs. So this this could be a solution to help you to reduce the tax drag on assets that you do need to, uh, to fund some of your lifetime spending. Thank you, Justin. So we've covered a good deal of ground at this point. Anything you would like to reinforce or provide in the way of final thoughts or takeaways for our listeners, our clients, before we wrap up? Yeah, thank you, Dan. Uh, it's important to note that private placement life insurance, private placement variable annuities are complex financial products that carry risks that need to be carefully managed. This isn't something that you just buy on your own. You need to talk to your financial advisor and your tax advisor about how these strategies might fit in your overall wealth, investment, and estate planning strategies, and have a deep conversation with them about what the alternative solutions are to make the best choice. Um, And then I also want to read a little bit of a disclaimer as well. Uh, Insurance products are issued by unaffiliated third-party insurance companies and made available through an insurance agency subsidiary of UBS Financial Services Incorporated. Uh, guarantees are based on the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Guarantees do not apply to the investment performance or safety of amounts held in the variable accounts. Variable contracts and underlying investment options are not FDIC insured and have fluctuating returns so that proceeds when redeemed may be worth more or less than their original value. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Well, Justin, thank you for dropping by UBS Market Moves for the insights into private placement strategies. Again, I will point our listeners, our clients to the publication, Private Placement Strategies, Tax Efficiency for Alternative Investments, which can now be located up on UBS.com slash 
CIO for clients of UBS. You can also contact your UBS financial advisor if you would like to receive a copy of the publication directly. Though, again, today we have been joined by Senior Total Wealth Strategist with the UBS Chief Investment Office, Justin Waring. Justin, thank you again. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. Timeframes may vary. Strategies are subject to individual client goals, objectives, and suitability. This approach is not a promise or guarantee that wealth or any financial results can or will be achieved. Neither UBS Financial Services, Inc. nor any of its employees provide tax or legal advice. You should consult with your personal tax or legal advisor regarding your personal circumstances. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer. 